This episode is brought to you by and was recorded at Brooklyn Podcasting Studio. You can find us online at brooklynpodcastingstudio.com. In addition to having a comfortable and professional atmosphere, we also provide a lot of feedback and great advice and tips for brand new podcasters. So if you're looking to start your podcast journey, this is the place to be. brooklynpodcastingstudio.com. Book your session today. The world will end at midnight tonight. All of your money will become completely useless. But don't worry, because we'll exchange it for afterlife currency. And the rates are better than they've ever been. Afterlife currency works in all of and welcome to another episode of the Super P Podcast. It is our Polo Karata in my gimmick mask, uh, the Marathon Clothing Company. Uh, you can get this on the marathonclothingcompany.com, Nipsey Hustle's uh, brand, um, adult brand. And on my next unboxing, I will have um, a shirt that everybody should have in their um, repertoire. It says, fuck Donald Trump. The Marathon Clothing Company. So I'm going to debut it on the next unboxing, unboxing 26. I'm just waiting for one more thing. GK, how you doing? Not so good. Why? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. So he doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> We're going to move on. So we have another one of my my, my friends here. Uh, Robert was on the old show. Um, and he has he works with Shinju. He's a VP. What's it? Business VP Development. Business Development. Um, human for brands, human brands. And art, artists and, and brands. And right? um, actually director of sales for Shinju Japanese Whiskey. Okay. So... Welcome. Thank you. You know, welcome back on Thanks the show. Thanks for having me again. Um, Parabens. Uh, so, last time we left off, you know, you was doing Shinju. We were no COVID. You were rocking and rolling. Me and GK went to one of your events. It was yes. awesome. You know, I got really, really drunk. <laughs> he watched okay. me because he doesn't drink. Okay. But um, so how has COVID affected your your branding and stuff you had to accomplish? Uh, it has gotten us in the space or the uh, the mindset to rethink our marketing strategies and uh, you know how we're actually going to reach our demographic to let them know uh, what we're doing as a company. Mm-hmm. Uh, my specific uh, goal is to really uh, get people to engage and want to go out to find Sinju Japanese whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, utilizing uh, social media, uh, being that we can't do live events, uh, retail stores are uh, not allowing us to go in stores to do tasting directly with our customers mm-hmm. or potential customers. So finding creative ways to um, reach individuals uh, to um, know about our product. Um, pretty much is what COVID has done, but right. it's been. I think it's been good mm-hmm. for us. It's been good and been bad. We've lost uh, a lot of the uh, on-premise, mm-hmm. which are the retail stores. I mean, re- I'm sorry, bars and restaurants. Right. But we actually are really active uh, in the retail stores because people can't go out to you know eat, dine, and be at social gatherings outside as they were. So right. um, they're entertaining indoors. And they're going out stocking up on wines and spirits. Yeah. So basically, had you, you guys had to just refocus, I guess, and yeah, like, kind of like pull stuff back, and then kind of like 
So you guys, you think now you guys have a bigger online presence because you can't do a lot of the things, you know, like the live events and because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, a Shinju whiskey event mm-hmm. is an event. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Me and him, we had a we had a great time at the one we went. Gotcha. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Shinju whiskey is awesome. I remember when I first had it. I got I actually had it the first time at a fa- fashion week event that you guys were at, remember? That's correct, yes. And yeah, it was sustainable fashion week, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't I don't really drink whiskey like that, but it was really smooth, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. um yeah, so I know you told me so what are the changes now? You you know, there's a big change now with you know, the whole company as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, from when you was in, on Been There, Rock That. So what's, what's the change of the company now? Well, we were in the prog- process of um, expanding. Uh, we, as a company, didn't want to just have one product. Uh, if that product uh, didn't do as well mm-hmm. as we would hope it would right. be, we wanted to have, especially when we're in the, I mean, I have, I did mention uh, being in this business is very, very extremely cash sensitive mm-hmm. uh we own the liquid but the other uh parts or the moving parts of uh creating a brand and moving a brand very cash sensitive mm-hmm. so uh we wanted to create verticals where we could actually have access to the distribution process um and other ways to be able to get our products out to consumers so we are now uh partnered with one of our uh, uh, clients that we were doing business with, mm. we actually formed a company, and we are now a hospitality company mm. where we're actually uh, wine and spirits, uh, tequila is our primary focus as a company. Uh, we actually have ownership in a distillery in Mexico where we create private label products uh, for individuals who want to create their own brands or looking for a tequila. Uh, the Japanese whiskey is going to be a tiered. Japanese whiskey, where this is a two to four year uh, blended whiskey. We're coming out with an eight year, then a uh, 12 year, then a 15 and a 30. So real quick. So when you talk about the tiers, uh, is it a different taste or? So, yes, there's going to be different like uh, Jap whiskey is actually uh, this is actually created more for the U.S. consumer. Uh, and you guys drink bourbon whiskey? Yeah, well, I know you don't yeah. drink as much, but I was uh, never a bourbon person. Okay, personally, yeah. Well, this was created to be more of a bourbon on the finish, uh, but the the eight year is going to be what you call more peatier, mm-hmm. a little smokier flavor, uh, and then we'll continue to create different blends um, of the whiskey uh, to appeal to certain demographics, mm-hmm. more people who are more whiskey. Cons- uh, consumers right. or connoisseurs. Right. This was created for someone that's an introductory to uh, Japanese whiskeys or someone who may be drinking Jameson or Bullet that's looking to experience a Japanese whiskey. But then uh, Japanese whiskeys are very uh, premium price right now. Mm-hmm. So if someone wanted to chase the Japanese whiskey, they may not, may end up paying 80 90 $100 or more. So this is actually created as a more affordable price point. So how much is the price point of a regular Shinzu? So now it actually retails between $50 and $60 okay. on the retail stores. And yeah. I guess with the tier ones, will, will it be the same packaging? Will it be different bottles? It'll be different. different uh, this is the white pearl version. Yeah. As you see on the logo on the front, that is actually supposed to be or created to be like a white pearl. The second uh, eight year is going to be black pearl. Mm. And then we'll continue to... 
oh. curate the different uh, marketing packages or the levels of Shinju yeah, as we I, create them, bring them to the market. Yeah, because I think with the different bottles and stuff like that, you're going to get like different audiences. Yes. You know, people like, you know, variations and stuff, you know. Oh, for sure. And uh, now, would you ever think about doing like an artist edition? Like, we actually are. You are. Yeah, I didn't want to. You know, we're actually bringing something to market uh, called a Yasuke. Okay. Uh, version, uh, which is the eight year, but Yasuke actually was an African samurai, uh, and that artwork has been created, and we're going to actually uh, place that on the bottle, um, and that's going to be uh, the eight year version. Okay, so yeah. who did the artwork? Do you mind me asking? Yes. Uh, there's a gentleman that we're working with out of Miami. It's Emilio, who you guys know. He did this? Yeah. So, <laughs> Emilio is our artwork, yeah. yeah. I mean, our artist, rather. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Emilio. Yeah, shout out to Emilio. Yeah, but Was Emilio, remember we went to that event? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, he met yeah, him. He's a good okay. dude. Yeah, yeah, he met him. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you, Emilio. Yeah. Had a great time. Yeah, yeah. Emilio <laughs> flew up uh, during the summer, and we hung out for a while and you know, got some thoughts and got some things that we're going to be working on with him uh, for the whiskey going forward mm -hmm. to answer your question with the artwork. Yeah, he's super yep. talented. Oh, yeah. 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 So are you going to have like a... Um, the next question is: Are you gonna have like an artist series? Like, I mean, going, yeah. I mean, going forward. Like, I know you're doing stuff with Emilio, but are you gonna like start to, you know? Because I know, listen, you connect with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, so it could be where you have like a special edition bottle, or just, you know, what I'm saying, I, like, I know, maybe, I don't know. I just think like that. Like, if you're gonna do that. Then... Oh no, that's the plan. You know, and as the, this to answer your question, you know, we're doing stuff with John Nubian with yeah. Art Now. Oh, yeah. So all of that, those collaborations and, you know, we start to get a think tank going and come up with some ideas as to how we want to, you know, position artists um, or an artist series uh, with the brand is definitely in the works. Mm -hmm. Yep. So um, I know you were telling me there's some stories behind some of these bottles. Yes. So I want to hear some of these stories. I know you guys got some good ones. So uh, the bottle here on your left hand side, yeah. uh, the first bottle in the front. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the company, uh, some associates of mine who actually uh, had an opportunity to create a tequila brand. Uh, and they uh, were bringing it to market, but they didn't have resources. And uh, I had, uh, have a company called Media Kitchen. Uh, so I, you know, dibble and dabble, um, and as you know, I know certain people, so they reached out to me to help them market the brand. Mm -hmm. um, at the time, I was actually in the building at Bad Boy negotiating, helping to bring money for the Biggie Smalls movie. Mm -hmm. And my business associate uh, was offered, uh, they saw his skill set, he was an attorney, uh, mergers and acquisitions attorney, and they offered him the position as business development head. Mm. So that bottle on the front was our very first entry into the wine and liquor business because I, uh, during the course of the time we were negotiating this deal um, and they offered him the position, the guys that I know came and asked me to help them. I just so happened to be in the building. They were just getting into the spirit uh, liquor business with Chirac. Mm -hmm. They knew the business and they were looking to expand and go to another level. I just happened to have a tequila brand that they liked. And um, we tried to do business, deal fell apart. Associates of mine heard the story. Um, some associates of mine actually, uh, family is part of owner, uh, founders of the Soho House. Oh, okay. Um, they had some uh, 
activity going on with distilleries that they owned in Mexico. They invited me out or flew me out and said, hey, listen, our guy said you, you know, we could do business with you, his ownership in the brand. And me being excited, I came out, made some phone calls. Uh, we formed the company. And uh, Copa Imperial Tequila is the bottle. Is it this yes. system, right? Yes. Yeah. That bottle is our entry into the uh, spirit business. Mm. And uh, we started running with it from there. Simultaneously, as we're kind of getting into that business and our friends starting to hear what we're doing, we ended up um, with one of our associates, Eric Banks in Atlanta, doing a deal with Tiny, T.I.'s wife. So mm. that bottle, Tiny's Tequila, was our next entry into the business. Oh, wow. Um, Wait, which, which one is Tiny's? black bottle. The black one, the uh, orange flavor. Uh, right. Yes. It was the orange and the lime flavor, flavor, but I just brought the one bottle with me for you guys to see. Mm -hmm. And uh, we started running with that, had success with that, and uh, we got on the radar with people seeing what we were doing as a company. And um, we then you know, got our learning um, under our belt that it was very cash sensitive. We wanted to be in this business. Uh, we needed to raise capital. So it's been like a EKG. It's been up and down. You know, some days we were like, hey, fellas, we gave it a good shot, you know, but, you know, we need money. Mm -hmm. Somebody would call, hey, man, heard you guys in the liquor business. I want to mm -hmm. be down. Right. I got 20K. I got 10K. Mm -hmm. And we kept the doors open until we were able to raise capital and get with a group that saw, you know, the value of what we were doing. So here we are. We've actually, uh, that started in 2013. Now we're in two, uh, 2021, mm -hmm. and we've grown the company, and these are some of the brands. Uh, the tequila, the uh, Marjorie was an acquisition, and that's a champagne directly from France. If you shake those bottles, they're gold flakes. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. You got to, like, yeah, really shake each it. each bottle, yeah, so you can see the gold flakes, but it's a very good... Uh, champagne, you can compare it to some of the higher end premium brands in the market. I think we all compete and do well uh, with those brands as well. But um, so we now actually uh, boutique uh, hotels, bars and restaurants, uh, and we're doing, uh, we have ownership in the distillery where we're doing white label products for companies and individuals who want to start their own tequila brands mm. how's that going do you feel like that space is flooded right now kind tequila of like a celebrity is actually, you know. is one of the fastest growing spirits in the market so there is there are a number of tequila brands and people coming out with tequila brands but uh we don't see any um shortage of uh or any um hesitancy in being in the tequila market uh with the brands i think we're, we're doing well it's uh, good to hear. Yeah, with the tequila. Yeah, because yeah, the last one I heard was about, what was it, Rick Ross, I guess. Rick Ross. Uh, he had tequila, right? No, Rick has a champagne, mm -hmm. Bel Air. I think he might have a tequila now, too. Uh, if he, he does. I haven't heard it. I know Puffy has one, The Rock, a um, uh, few other celebrities actually have gotten into the tequila ba uh, business. Um, interesting enough, uh, I don't want to name drop, but I mentioned some earlier when I came in. That yeah. A couple of those guys are getting their, their uh, uh, liquid from us. That's what my next question was. Yeah, they're know? getting their liquid from our, our distillery. See, that's big right there. Yeah. That's so big. so uh, going forward, um, do you think you guys are going to create more 
more brands like oh of course that's the business that yeah, we're i'm in. saying like yeah. so how do you guys like how do you do it yeah. do you do like two year every two years every three years or just whenever you come up with an idea you just put it to market i mean we're businessmen i mean we're out there doing business and if an opportunity presents itself and it makes sense uh the chemistry is right you know because you can't do business with everybody but uh, we found a partner that we, you know, the values are the same. You know, we could do business together. Everybody understands their lane and what we're doing and what is being brought to the table uh, to form a, you know, a unique company that creates these unique brands. We'll just continue to do it. And the ultimate goal is an exit strategy. If somebody, you know the story with George Clooney um. and his tequila? No, Casamigos, know. they sold it to Diazio for $1 billion. Um, yeah, him <laughs> and Randy, uh, Randy Gerber. Sheesh. Yeah, so that's the ultimate goal is we're not looking to do this as like a legacy. Right. Uh, we get a certain number of cases that we sold. You know, somebody, hey, fellas, you like what you're doing. We're going to offer you a fat check. Mm. You keep X amount of percentage. Then we can go to the beach, sit back, you know, and create, continue to create bands looking at the beach. I know. He said a billy. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know it got crazy. sold. Oh, yeah. If you do some research, like uh, brands actually, you know, that they're selling for that when some of the larger uh, companies come and they want to acquire the brand. Basically, they, they think, they say you've put the brand on the market. They'll come in with their, their resources to grow it. And their distribution channels, and they'll give you if you stay on for a percentage of ownership mm -hmm. of a large number, then you just continue to keep creating brands. That's what I'm saying. So what? Yeah. Oh, so that's that's dope. So yeah, basically, you can literally just sell this off, yeah, and start all over again with something else, like real estate. You sell some real estate. You just keep. We're going in back. the wrong business. <laughs> keep going back doing it again. We're in the wrong business. Let's just sell wine and booze. And <laughs> well, I mean, I think, I think you can do more than just wine. I guess it's just about creating a brand, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter what, what industry you're in. As long as uh, your brand's good, people want it, there'll be someone higher up. You yeah, know? looking like, at it, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of streetwear brands that are owned by big corporations. Oh, yeah, like Supreme and North well, Face. That, that's you're a right. recent, like, A-Life, yeah. you know? They're all owned of them. by somebody. somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm sorry, I'm talking to, uh, you guys may not know this brand, it's called Mayomi, it's a, a very popular wine brand. So I'm talking to a guy um, that I do some business in the industry, he said, oh yeah, that's owned by Facebook. I'm like, what? Wow. I said, wait a minute, Facebook, He's, yeah, the, the owners of Facebook own this brand. So, but that's, you know, you get a brand that becomes popular, um, unless you want to create a legacy to you know, have it go on within your family. Mm -hmm. That's the ultimate goal is you create the brands and once you reach a certain selling point in the marketplace, somebody, um, one of the corporations will come say, hey man, we'll, let's take this off your hand. Here goes a couple of mail, a couple of bill. We'll take it from here. You stay on for this. You can consult, you know, and stay on for a percentage of ownership with the, with the brand. And you go back to the drawing board. Okay, what's the market looking for now? And you oh, no, that's continue crazy, to do this. That, that business plan is amazing. Oh, yeah. So that's that's the ultimate goal. You just got to put the work in. Well, I, yeah. you also got to be able to dictate trends and, like, have a good eye. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going right. to shake this bottle up while you're talking. Which is, talk. yeah. You know, that's, you can't buy that. You know, it's either you're born with it or not. You know, you have a good eye. Right. You can dictate a trend. You know, know what's cool. There you go. 
know. Well, that's why you, you, yeah. you get smart people around you, people that kind of understand the industry. You keep an eye, you keep, you know, abreast a of things that are going on go. in this particular industry and space. Yee. And also trends in what people are doing out in the marketplace, your consumers. You know, you talk to them and try to understand, you know, what their trend is, next trend is coming. And you go in and find, you know, an opportunity or something you can create to feed into that market or sell into that market and just surround yourself with some creative people, smart people, um, and you get a winning formula, mm -hmm. you know, just keep it moving. You know, you uh, brought up the Soho House. Yes. Mm. And I remember the first time someone told me about, they invited me to Soho House mm -hmm. like 15 years ago or something. I didn't know what it was until I got invited. Got you. Would you like to tell people what Soho House is? Because I have a feeling a lot of people don't know. Well, Soho House. Well, you got to get invited to go. You know, well, yeah. you got to get invited, but. Yeah, you, you know. can visit, but to become a member, yeah. you have to be brought in and someone has to sponsor you mm -hmm. as a member. Right. But, but it's a private uh, club. Uh, it was created more so for creatives to be able to have a space to come in to be able to network with other creatives. Mm -hmm. Um a sense of think it's because it's become popular and you know place where people want to you know be part of um it's grown from the the, the uh, original one that they had down in the meatpacking district they have uh actually soho houses now around the world right yeah they're in a bunch of different dubai and, and once you're a member you can go Washington. to all of them then yeah, you can go to all of them yeah, yeah. i know there's one in dumbo yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah i know about a couple of them yeah i had a friend that uh she released a rap song okay. and it did really really well mm -hmm. out of nowhere she was just a normal girl on me and then next thing you know she was a rapper okay you know and next thing you know she was at a solo house and she used to invite me to go over there and yeah it's a really powerful place you get a lot of people in there with a lot of money and a lot of connections oh yeah yeah so that model uh has been created i forget the um, Forgetting this, another space that's in uh, Midtown that similar, mm. um, but that concept is actually becoming really popular. It has become really popular in a few others, but uh, I think they were one of the original with that. Not the membership idea, but you know that whole concept for creatives. Uh, well, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, it's been around for a while. Dis oh yeah, it's Disney been for has a while. you know even Disney had their own private club in a. Louisiana was right. like, like Club 66 or something, right? right then, yeah. Okay. Something like that. So, yeah, the model's been around for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good model. Yeah. If you can get invited the to The Soho House <laughs> is great to party at. I partied for numerous people's birthdays there. Uh, Dante Ross had a birthday party there. Mm -hmm. um, they used to have like little like hidden DJ gigs there. You had to be invited by them to yeah. come, so... It was cool. Yeah, cool, cool spot. Cool spot, cool spot. Yeah, movie theater in there, pool, yeah. and restaurant. Yeah, pool, yeah. yeah, it's a cool spot. Yeah, it's a cool spot. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was going to ask you, so how much did that, I forgot, how much did that, that big bottle cost again? That bottle there, the Magnum size, meant a couple of thousand dollars. Yeah. Couple thousand. How many thousand are we talking here? Well, it, it depends on who's selling in the marketplace. So the bottle that, I was, that just shook up is like two stacks right now. About two stacks, yeah. Yeah. yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's a two thousand dollar bottle of wine or champagne. Yeah, and as right? you said, you got that's fourteen carat gold flakes in it. What? Yeah, man. <laughs> well, it's Yo. a gold foil, right? It's a gold leaf. Yes. That, yes. Yeah, yeah. GK, yeah. we are doing the wrong profession. Bro. Yeah. 
We got a two thousand dollar bottle of, of wine here with gold flakes in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're you have to be passionate about it. And yeah. So those are like for like, you know, I guess big extravagant parties and stuff like that, right? Or like yeah. Birthdays or special occasions, right? So, as I mentioned, that company, uh, it's Marjorie has is a associate of ours that actually um, started the company, and we. Uh, became uh, associates but uh that associate was looking to step on and do some other businesses um but this bought this product was actually being uh marketed to like uh the wealthy uh the world yacht events Definitely polo the events, high end the high end when, <laughs> uh, when a boat when a uh, uh cruise liner is launching Oh yeah, that's the that's, the, that's, that's the what this was, crack. That's what this was used for. Yeah. Um, but our associate actually saw. He says, "Hey, I see what you guys are doing. You guys are actually focusing on a different type of demographic. Take if you guys was interested." And we said, "Hey, man, listen, we like to run with it. It fits into our, you know our, our portfolio." So is, it, is it like a special order bottle, or it's kind of like you can just buy it if you? Uh, if you it have. initially like because it was being monogrammed, Mariah Carey, Puffy. Uh, Rihanna, mm. they have bottles that were actually uh, monogrammed with gold for them specifically. Mm. But the bottle actually is being sold in the retail stores, and that's our plan to have it in retail stores as a high-end okay. uh, champagne product. That'll be the bottle behind the glass, thank you. Right, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do not touch. Yes. <laughs> Only if you're buying. I guess we need some sparklers for it. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine if you dropped that bottle? Yeah. If like if you dropped it, like made a mistake and just dropped it. Can you imagine hitting <laughs> somebody with the bottle? Oh no 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 no! That'd oh, kill somebody. That's a kill, okay, that's, that's, a, that's a kill shot right there. Yeah. yeah. That catch you. That's murder, death, kill. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. Yeah. So actually, uh, the uh, about the third or fourth quarter will be um, launching that into the. Oh, so the they're, so they're not on market yet. Or so when we actually, as I mentioned, we acquired the company, right, right, so there was inventory yeah. okay. uh, remaining, but we're actually going into production. Uh, or we're in production to actually bring the product to to the market. Is it going to be the same bottle or are you going to like, kind of zhuzh it up Probably do the same bottle, but we'll probably make some additions yeah. um, to the bottles as we're kind of bringing them to market. But uh, consumers actually that know the product because the product is not new to the market we're just kind of you know reintroducing it and maybe reinventing it slightly. you know what I'm saying like new yeah. packaging new packaging yeah different colors maybe you yep. know what I'm saying yep yeah man that's that's very interesting I didn't know it was I forgot it was two thousand dollars yeah that, that bottle the Magnum bottle that's, you bought that bottle to Last the other show yeah and we were like just shaking it like it was no problem like oh my gosh you dropped that like you gotta really get three jobs to pay that off. <laughs> <laughs> <A> payment plan. <laughs> but and um, the other, so that's the rose, and the other right. is a brew. Right. Okay. So okay, that's a brew. So, yeah, and that actually comes in a magnum as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. And I know you was telling me. Um, I don't know you want to talk about this, but uh, no more Milo for all you Milo fans. Yeah, you unfortunately, know. and yeah, the Miolo, which is a Brazilian Miolo. sparkling wine done in the Champagne method, right? Um, which is fifty uh, percent Chardonnay, fifty percent um, Chardonnay. Um, but and the, the product actually was extremely ver- is extremely very good, but we didn't 
owned the brand. Right, right. We right. were importing and marketing it to consumers in the United States. Mm-hmm. And that was a that's a niche, a niche that we actually um right. you know found that we would find products that US consumers weren't, you know, really exposed to and we think, you know, felt that we could actually bring those things in and bring our, you know, brain power to the the table and get it to be able to market it to consumers to create a market for it. But um because we didn't own the brand, uh, the marketing dollars and right. things that we need to... So it's like your hands are tied almost. Our hands are tied and we're putting money into something that we don't own. Right. Uh, so if someone wants to, you know, an exit strategy, buy the brand, you know, we don't own the brand. Right. So, um, so it was a, this, you know, I don't want to say tough decision, it was a business decision. Right. We decided to just let it, you know... We like the brand, but we don't. I mean, but it makes sense if you don't have control over it. Right. It's like someone else is pulling the strings. Right. Then, like, why would you keep it? Why would you keep it? You know, just let them pull the strings and you just, you know, <laughs> get yeah. out. Would you so. think about filling that space with something that you own? Uh, possibly, yeah, because that was sparkling wine. So, you guys know the whole sparkling wine champagne? I do, but I don't think a lot of people. Do. So, if it's the sh- um, uh, champagne is not done uh or coming out of the champagne region of of uh of uh france you can't call it champagne it's sparkling wine right right um or if it's coming out of spain it's cava if it's coming out of italy it's prosecco Mm. so we may create something uh, another champagne or um a sparkling wine, maybe even. Do you think you need it in your portfolio with all? Because you got a lot of other stuff going Not, on. We don't need it, right? Um, well, I you... think the lanes that we actually are currently in, I think um, that we'll we will we will continue to do well in those those spaces. Right. Um, but again, this is something that we have ownership of, so we'll probably run with it. You know, there's a, a market for you know um, premium champagnes out there. Um, so we might just kind of ride that wave and you know continue to run with it as opposed to creating another sparkling wine or Prosecco. Right. Uh, now uh, the market is actually these um, uh, craft cocktail sort of uh, drinks that are in the marketplace. Those are actually really popular. We might look at something like that. What do you mean? Like the seltzers? Like the hard the seltzers? Seltzer? The hard seltzers. Um, the uh, cocktails in a bottle. You know, because cocktail culture is very popular now. Right. You know. So you think there's a market for, like, that, oh, yeah. that bottle cocktail yeah. stuff? Like that? Oh, yeah. If you look at, you know, what's happening in trending, they're doing extremely well. Mm. Yeah, I have a couple of associates now um, that are coming out with a couple of products for that um, particular consumer. Um, but, yeah, that, that market is doing extremely well. So that's well. the next wave, you think, or...? That's happening right now, yeah. yeah. yeah For right. example, yeah. one of the things that they're doing is they're creating seltzers, as you said, hard seltzers mm-hmm. with 5% tequila wow. or something. So we're getting in the, at our distillery, that's a new customer that mm-hmm. we have those type of uh, uh, hard cocktails um, or seltzers, hard seltzers and, and things of that nature. So yeah, they're, they're doing well, especially with millennials. Mm. You know, you know, I'm yeah. trying to think of when we were kids, right? What do we have that filled that space? I mean, like Bartles and James, like Fuzzy Navel and yeah, Mai Tai like, or something yeah, like that? Stuff like that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Alizade, yeah. things like that. Right, also, right. Yeah. 
Well, they always thought Alizé was the girl's drink. It is. <laughs> you yeah. know, you had a bottle of Alizé, they look at you funny. They look at you funny. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, but then if you mix it with Hennessy, you're Tupac. Right? Yeah, I don't know what I'm so. saying. I know when I was coming up, they they thought Alizé was the, you know, the girls had the Alizé. Yeah. He <laughs> had no reason to have that stuff. bottle unless you was mixing it, like you said. Yeah, yeah. You know? But um, are you guys trying to, because um, I know a lot of these like big box corporations, mm. They have a uh, you know uh, alcohol departments. Yeah, you know like the um, Targets and uh, WalMarts and stuff like that. Are you guys trying to get into like the big box? So cool? we're in Total Wine. Okay, okay. Yeah, we're yeah. in Total Wine, which is they consider them like the Starbucks of the the wine and spirit industry because they open a new store um, around the country every couple of months. Uh, so we're in there. Um, we're actually in conversation with. Uh, uh, BJ's. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, I mean that's we want to be in. Trust me, that, like that. Yeah. Once you get into, yeah, yeah. Nation, that, that's nationwide. Yeah. So nationwide. Total Wine is nationwide. Yeah, nationwide. Yeah. yeah. So, you, so you yeah. Get to a couple of those. Yeah, you, and they you, buy pal- They buy pallets and containers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> BJ, like, yeah. BJ's and Costco is the same brands. Is it no, the same no, store? No. BJ's and Costco. No, they're no. competitors. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not familiar with a lot of that stuff because. We don't shop at those type of places mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, but definitely. Because I know you have a lot, you're in a lot of spots in Jersey. I know, because I'll be seeing the posters and stuff. You're in a lot of. Yeah, New Jersey, our distributor, uh, you know, they uh, placed us in a lot of stores in New Jersey. Um, how do we you, were in Connecticut. How, hmm? how do you find the stores? Like, do you like, go um, around like store by store with like a suitcase or like. Well, we work with our distributor, then we have people, salespeople um, that specifically focuses on a list of stores that we want to be in mm-hmm. and go out and solicit them. You know, I uh, I live in Carroll Gardens. Okay. I walk down Smith Street and there's a liquor store by Atlantic Avenue. Mm-hmm. I always look in the window. And then one day I seen this uh, Shinju whiskey in there. Okay. And I was like, oh, wow. It's like, he got his whiskey in here and they got it in the window. Gotcha. Okay. So... How do you negotiate getting like your product in the window? Is that the place's choice or is it That's like... the place's choice. Um, Japanese whiskeys are extremely very popular right now. Mm-hmm. So, and we actually, you know, I'm proud to say we have a really good Japanese whiskey. Mm-hmm. It's a great whiskey. Yeah, it is. It's good. Yeah, and it's doing extremely well. We were actually voted uh, by liquor.com uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, one of the 10 best Japanese whiskeys to drink in 2020. So that alone was a stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, the the product was created to be uh, cocktail friendly, um, where you can mix it and create great cocktails with, and it's just, it's a very smooth, have you, have you had it? I've had a sip before. Yeah, yeah, it's a very smooth, so I'm not, Traditionally, before we got into this, I'm not a big whiskey person. I'll drink some Glenlivet and you know some Oban when I'm out with the guys. You're doing the cigar thing, but at home, I wouldn't really have whiskey. I may buy a bottle if I have guests, the guys that I know that drink whiskey. Mm. But I'm a tequila, wine, champagne guy. Mm. But at home, man, I'm like to send you. Mm. You know, it's funny. They say don't get high. You know, it's a boy, but I be killing it. I love to send you. You be like, ooh, get a little hit. Because it's very smooth. Right. It's smooth, but you have a couple, you you get a nice head, but it's not, um, it's very uh, 
friendly on your palate. Mm. So yeah. what's the next step? Are you going to try and release clothing with this, or is it just liquor? Like, I mean, you... anything that we could creatively think that makes sense. Right, right. Um, right. Since you becomes extremely popular, like, you know, I'm always kind of like the dreamer, like if we can get an apparel line or something that we're doing with some of the artwork we're doing coming up with, if that actually the public receives it well and it sells, then why not be in that space? Yeah. That might be something we have as a niche market mm. or something, you know, might not be something over unless it just takes off. Or even do like limited edition limited capsules. Yeah. And- you know, people are Top people like yeah, people like stuff. like that stuff. stuff you know, yeah. like you get like you buy you make like a little uh, packet and have like the bottle with a shirt and stuff. Like shirt that. like that, right? Yeah. You know, people, so yeah, that's not like off the table. Like but uh, yeah, anything that makes sense in marketing and promoting the brand. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you um do you think things are ever go back to normal where you can do a pop up shop? Yeah, and yeah, how long do you think that's gonna take? I mean. I mean, we'll see. I I think that this whole uh, COVID has, uh, you know, kind of changed the dynamic uh, a bit. There's a paradigm shift in the way uh, our daily lives are going to then proceed uh, going forward. But I I think at some point with the whole vaccine um, and after that kind of shows some, you know, promise in the next couple of years of people are doing well and no one's really getting sick that we'll be able to do pop-ups and you know, do some things going forward. I think some of the things that have come out of this whole experience with the, uh, what's the, uh, what people are talking, um, with the uh, different boxes, I'm having a- Oh, a Zoom or- Zoom, yeah, I yeah, mean, people yeah. are still gonna be doing the Zoom and you know things of that nature. And then you have some people that, uh, like since this, you know, occurrences have, cause this is not the first time this has happened to us here in the United States. And we went back to a normal process. So I think at some point, you know, in the future, we'll be back to doing some of the things we were doing prior to, uh, you know, uh, pre-COVID. Right, right. Yeah. I, I always felt those would be like two years, like twenty twenty-two. I but. mean, I think it's gonna be a while. I mean, I don't yeah. think I don't think stuff is ever gonna be like it was, it was before. before. Right. You know, I just think. Uh, yeah, I just think like we're we're in for a yeah. long ride with this because I mean. You know, there's a different strain of COVID out COVID now. COVID out there now, yeah. First we got past the first one, but now there's a stronger one. And it reminds me of just having the flu. Like, yeah, you know, the flu was... was so strong, and then we had to, like, go through it and kind of, like, fight it, and then, you know. Yeah, but, this is going to mm-hmm. be something that everybody has to get. Yeah, because, well, so, I don't think everybody's going to get it, but. Well, unless you get a vaccine, unless the vaccine works like that. Well, yeah, you can still catch good. it. And have the, you can still you can get catch it with the, and still catch yeah, it. Yeah, it's only five percent. Right. Situations where people have gotten a uh, vaccine, but they caught it again. I think I heard something recently. Yeah, yeah. so it's not foolproof. I mean, right. it, it definitely helps. I think if you have, I mean, there's people that don't like to take vaccines for anything. So, right. you know, I think it's whatever you want to do. Like, you can't tell somebody, "Oh, this is good" or "This is bad." They got to just, you know, right do whatever they want to do how do you feel about the vaccine you take it or what i mean well for me i get tested every month mm-hmm. through my job but um i would have to go to my doctor and see if it's if it's good i mean if, if you know what i'm saying if he says you'll be okay you know what i'm saying He'd check me out i'm good i'll take it yeah i want my father to take it but he's like 75 right 
me myself, I guess I would take it. Like if it was gonna be like my father's being like a hassle about it. he doesn't right. want to take mm-hmm. this thing, you know? Keep on telling him you gotta take it. And I have a feeling it's gonna come down to like, look, like I'll do this if you're gonna do this. Right. You know? That's yeah, the comfort level. But I definitely think uh uh elderly should yeah. take the vaccine. Right. Because they're receptible to catching it like really, really bad. Bad, right. If we catch it, we got a fighting chance at least. You know what I'm saying? If you if you if you're healthy. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, COVID is like to me, it's just like a latch on. Like if you're already suffering from something, it latches on and it, it right. becomes like a super virus. Right. So I think, you know, I think if you're healthy enough, you'll you'll beat it. Mm-hmm. But it's just that, you know, you don't want to keep on catching it here and there. And that's why I think wearing masks and right. you know, six feet and stuff like that. I think, you know, if we keep on doing that, we'll we'll, we'll come out the, the tunnel sooner or later. But how, yeah, how do you feel about it? You no, get the I vaccine? Agree. You get the vaccine. Uh, you know, initially, my thoughts were not to. Okay. But I think I want to take the vaccine. I'm going to see how, you yeah. know, kind of, you know, I'm watching and seeing how people are reacting to it because, you know, again, uh, we get information over, you know, the internet. You see these stories about people getting right. reactions to it. So, you know, I don't ignore it. But again, I'm aware, you know, that there's a possibility. But the consensus is people are taking it and they seem to be... Because yeah, I think it's a per-case basis. basis it's it's right. like my situation may not be the same, same as, as yours. Maybe right. the same as his situation. So if you go to your doctor and be like, seriously, if I take this... Right. Because they know what's in it. They know the dose. They know everything. So, you know what I'm saying? Because when they give them the, the, the doses, they tell them exactly what it is. It and is what they're right. injecting because... Before you inject somebody, they're going to ask you, like, okay, what are you injecting in me? Mm-hmm. And they explain it to you. So, but I think, like I said, it, if it's good for you, it may not be good for me. me right. You have that choice, you know, because there's a lot of people that just won't, they won't get it. Right. And then you have, as you said, there are people who have certain conditions that may be affect their body differently. So, yeah. but yeah, I, I think I'll, I, I will take it. Yeah. I mean, at this point, yeah. I mean, listen, I've been getting, uh, Swabs stuck up my nose <laughs> and injected, and every month I'm like, you know what? Yeah, same here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if I'm doing all of that, might as well just you know go all the way, right? You know. But um, yeah. What do you? Let me ask you a question. So, what do you think about uh? I I think I asked this last week. I know you're not gonna talk about it, but I'll ask Robert. Maybe he may doing something. Like, you know the, the the Trump guys going into the Senate and having a party. That's all I'm gonna say. What do you feel about that? I'm sad, man, mm-hmm. at this. You mean the, the insurrection? Yes, the insurrection, yes. I mean, I'm sad that we, as a country, at a point where people feel they can go and, you know, storm the Capitol, man, and destroy, you know, the, the institution and with intent to harm uh, individuals there. I'm saddened by that. Um, however... Um, I'm also sad at the fact that we have individuals in this country who voted this fool into the White House, knowing certain things about him that tells you, you know, we've made progress in this country, but then we still have these, you know, people and the thought process that are out there. And that's something that we are aware of. But I think him being in the White House and him kind of prompting 
and you know the, all his rhetoric has brought it you know was transparent in this in our face mm-hmm. but it's it's you know I'm glad he's gone but I think there's it, it's a really sad time for this country yeah. um and I think we have a lot of work we've been doing a lot of work f- for years but again I mean it's just to me it's sad yeah I mean it's sad but you know what I just think uh it does show yeah that white privilege is real for sure and a lot of people don't want to say it they it's like the it's like the boogeyman they don't right. wanna, like they don't want to say Candyman five times whatever right but uh it's real and I mean it if that was somebody that looked like you or even him or our former president we would have they would have been yeah you know what I'm saying a statistic yeah so that just goes to show you that like we've come far but we still have a lot, a long way to go. You got a hell of a long way you know? to go, yeah. Because it shouldn't matter about what you look like and the color of your skin and all this nonsense. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it's just silly. Like, you, the whole basis of it is just silly. Mm-hmm. But it's just that a lot of people have this old thinking, this old mentality. It's, the, it's ignorance. Yeah, this the old mentality that yeah. they don't want to die. They just right. they want to just keep on being ignorant. And we can't live like that. We all got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, doesn't, it makes no sense. Well, that's it why is. I said it's it's, sad, it's a sad state uh, of being, you know, that, that we're in that. <laughs> the people out there that had to really think like that with all the information, all the progress that we've made uh, as individuals, as human beings, that you still have people uh, in this world, in this country, that think like that. Yeah, I mean this, and that this this fool. I mean, I couldn't stand this. Watch this tele- this man on television. You know, yeah, when he got up there, he's, I was, a, bit, he's a bit much. <laughs> I mean, he's a bit much. But people follow this fool. Come on, yeah. man. <laughs> I mean, you got listen. We got protesters getting beaten ahead, right? And just peacefully protesting, and they let the and they let these idiots in the Senate. In the Senate, like, oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but people protest about Black Lives Matter, Matter, and they get their head knocked off. Yeah, incredible, man. Or or killed. Yeah, either yeah. or. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it just was something to really like, to really look at and really like, kind of like, like, wow, like, yeah, <laughs> this is really still happening. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Last night I watched uh, one night in my in Miami. Yeah. Oh, how was that? I want this outstanding. I think mm. Regina King did a hell of a edit job with the story. The actors, the portrayal of the individuals, man, was spot on. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, check yeah, it out. Yeah, I got a, that's on Amazon Prime. Prime but, yeah, but I bring that up because right. that's one of the topics, obviously, you know, they were talking about, uh, you know, at that particular time, it was a, that, that transition. Um, and it, I'm not going to tell you about it, but you have to see it. It was yeah. outstanding. Regina yeah. King's uh, the voice of Yui from the Boondocks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah she's, she's come a long way. She's a her. genius. Yeah, yeah. And uh, shout out to Mike Cole. Mikey likes it ice cream because they had a oh, little, yeah, my they had a little, uh, like a little press set and like you get it. Like, I don't know how you get it, but they sent it to people and inside the box was two scoops of uh, two things of Mikey likes it ice cream. In the box for the movie, like it has like a box, like a and I, I think you saw he it was on his Instagram, but yeah, people were showing it like oh Mikey's like he doing big things, man. I mean, them boxes was like nationwide. Yo, yeah, and he's Mikey getting though. Shout out to Mikey, bro. Uh, I just oh, had him last. Wait, but we we collaborate. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you and my boy Mike. No more. 
<laughs> you know that's my brother. Yeah, yeah. So I can call him up and be like, yeah, what, you, what y'all doing? What y'all doing? No more, huh? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Nah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Nah, y'all should. Y'all I mean, listen, y'all two creative minds. Yeah. And, you know, y'all already think alike. So yeah. I can see that, you yeah, know. Man. Don't. Just, really, just make sure you just make sure you have my sample ready. Of course, man. No, you're gonna be at the launch. You know what I'm saying? Because I know yeah. it's gonna be something crazy. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna talk to you offline. Oh, okay, okay. We actually plotting something for February 6th. Okay. Yeah, we're crazy. That's soon. Yeah. Yeah, a couple oh. weeks. Yeah. Well, not a couple weeks, but you know, I'm I'm exaggerating, but um, yeah, man. Shout out to Mikey, man, doing big things. But that's what I said because I was I was gonna watch the movie, but then something happened. I didn't see it. But uh, yeah, I saw the boxes. It's like a box set they they shipped out. I guess Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you got the boxes, but they just shipped them out. Okay. And inside the box was like um, like literature. Yeah, you got to be on a press list. Yeah, and for, then but right, the right. ice cream. He had the ice cream in 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 the box Yo, with Mikey. the with the press stuff. Yo, Mikey, phenomenal. Yeah, man. Yeah, we just had him on last week. Yeah, we did last week. Shout out to Mikey. Thanks, yeah. guys. Um, so. So we've talked about a lot of stuff. So going forward, we're, we're in January. So what, like, what's the future of the company? Like, what's what's your next six months looking like? I mean, I know you're doing things with Mikey and stuff like that, but like, just 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 like a summary of what you got going on. Uh, we're doing an official launch okay. of the whiskey. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing things in the market, but we really haven't done a launch. Um. We're starting to do more campaigning. Uh, our campaign is called The Conversation. Okay. Uh, we're going to be uh, uh, putting out uh, content uh, going forward and uh, focusing on bringing the eight-year to market and the tequila within the next uh, six months. Or so, that's, uh, so that's like the main objectives? Yeah. Like coming up? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, that you can look out for that will we'll be doing and this more sin, more Sinju Japanese whiskey content. Yeah. So see yeah, so as you know, um what I try to do, I sometimes like when I remember, I bring the bottle. Okay. I try to put it on every show. Right. Mm-hmm. Cuz I mean, I just like the design of it. I mean, I don't want to open it cuz you know what I'm saying? Like then it'll be gone cuz I know No, I'll well, get you some more pie. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm saying I, I know a lot of drinkers. Okay. You know? So that's like the you gave me that bottle from like last year yeah. or something, and I just kept it. I'm like, no, that's the bottle. That's the prop bottle. I appreciate that. You know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But um, we're gonna wrap this up. You know, we 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 had a, we got a lot of new information about the brand. Um, tell them where they can find you. Where they can find the brand? Sure. You can find the brand on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Sinju Whiskey. Uh, you can find myself uh, at Fat Bobby Two Nine Five. You know, I do a lot of posting about events and things that we're doing or things that are coming up. Uh, Human Brands Inc. Uh, is our corporate uh, uh, Instagram page and uh, Facebook page and uh, on social media. And uh, yeah, okay, that's it. Yeah. GK. I'm working on something, <laughs> but it's not ready yet. It's half cooked. Next week, maybe. So next week, GK will have an ending segment for the show. Finally, six episodes in. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be amazing. Next week. I'm, I'm happy. GK is laid back. I'm excited. Huh? Um, 
You can find me on Instagram, Polo Parata. Um, Super Pete Podcast on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I think I think that's it. Uh, yeah, uh, w- real quick, what I wanted to say. So since you've been on the show, the new thing is, you know, we do 10 episodes and then we kind of take a, we're taking a break. Okay. We've been going like hard. But um, so what we're going to do, I've, I've shown him, I created like a hoodie. Okay. So all the season one guests. Oh, cool. We're going to get this hoodie. Oh, you know, love it. It's dope. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. But it's done by, uh, what's his name? A TTK did the artwork. And uh, yeah. Yo, okay. So expect a hoodie. Just before we leave, you know, we'll talk anyway. But you give me your size. I ordered his. His is coming this week. Okay. You know. I, I love my you, hat, by I the way. I got you, Walter, too. Yeah. Got to get your size. You know what I'm saying? Because these are going to be just for season one. Okay. Once season one is done, I'm not making no more. So gotcha. I'm keeping it limited. Well, for honor, brother. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, yeah, guys. So we're we're gonna wrap this one up. Uh, I said a lot. I said all that I can say. Um, next week we'll have another guest. Um, and we'll be back. You know, ciao. Have a good day. Nothing Wash your hands. Social distance. Wear your mask. Don't be a penniless And it's the Two P podcast. Ciao. Peace. Lunch break, special herbs, fries in the sandwich, unleashed on the city, maximize damage, onlookers all famished, these guys is outlandish, negro, Spanish, let go, don't brandish, sent to super anuti, all grilling the booty, all groovy, peach smoothie, dudes the lofty, she thought he'd spoil her, daddy even call her, become a baller, see the world get smaller, straight through the optic, hot shit, like chocolate, catch a crotch kick for a botch hit, Full capacity, no room for error, such audacity, villain, truth bearer, like when your pops catch you all in the mirror staring, scared to death, acting like you ain't even hear him, stay the shot, play the block, on his way to cop, Oye put the roar in the beans, not the tater tots, outside it could be young boys trading shots, you can make a lot, stay alert, it's equator hot, suntan, mint oil, none ran, they've been loyal, constituents who write, reflect like tin foil. Very nice, very nice. Catch it all in one take, tiny circles, none fake. Still feel the burn when the sun bake. Lunch break. Catch it all in one take, small circle, none fake. Break dump cake for fun's sake. Nice burn when the sun bake. Lunch break. Say be wary of the new guy. Too high. Dreamt he got knocked in Dubai. Saw a spry shy cyclops chick with one blue eye. Too fly, but would you hit that? Oh my, draw conclusions, more than misleading Suicidal extension cords and wrist bleeding This dark folks is lonely, cold, tis the season Lesson lead backs to self for this reason Keep faith, electricity, these nouns Is why at times we end text with three crowns And why we load up with jewels like these rounds Keep a couple of jokes for fools and these clowns You can catch them at the bottom And barely they be wicked on the daily trying to party or we could throw boulders at a glass house Watch her in the kitchen cooking naked with her ass out Till she pass out <laughs> This bulldoze is an idiot God damn I love it